The digital nomad lifestyle is nothing new. It has become a popular lifestyle across generations. You've probably heard or read about quite a few examples by now. But how many digital nomad moms have you met? Here, in this podcast, I want to debunk the notion that the digital nomad lifestyle is just for singles without kids. Plus, I share social media marketing tips in here too, because that is how I make money, and I'm convinced that almost everybody needs social media marketing nowadays. So, tune in every Friday for a new episode. Welcome to this new episode of the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. I'm your host, Julia, and I'm very happy uh, and excited to share this unique story with you today. Today, I'm joined by Kate. Kate is, um, well, I let her tell her story uh, later, what she is and what she does, but I invited Kate today because she is a perfect example from someone who wants to break out and who transitions actually from a corporate job and uh, just takes action and creates her own online business. Uh, we will talk about mindset. We will talk about um, how a coach might help you. And we will talk about uh, her unique idea of creating her uh, online business, what she does. And um, yes, I think without further ado, I hand over to you, Kate. Uh, thanks for taking your time. Thanks for being here on the show. I'm really excited. Uh, let's dive into with a, a quick introduction um, who you are and uh, what is your digital nomad journey uh, so far? Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting to be here and to speak to you and your audience. Uh, I'm always super happy to share my path, uh, the mistakes I made, uh, the wins, <laughs> you, know, something, you know, everything in between, uh, but definitely happy to, to share my story. So cool. um, so I'm, I'm originally Russian. I grew up... I, I say I grew up on the plane. Um, my father <laughs> moved to the U.S. when I was eight. So okay. I spent most of my childhood and teenage years uh, between, you know, jetting between the post-communist Ukraine and New York City. Wow. Um, and yeah, and that's, you know, I think that's where my kind of nomadic soul was born uh, <laughs> after, you know, many years uh in new york you know did the you know the college thing and the, you know the first job thing and everything and uh then life took me to london mm -hmm. life took me to london <laughs> uh, where i ended up running a press photo agency because the opportunity just came up to do that mm -hmm. um with that i was you know essentially just traveling around the world, supporting my photographers and building a business, uh, building a business that was first in the UK and then in the US and all over Europe. Um, I eventually went back to the US and transitioned to kind of like, you know, your very, very traditional corporate life. Well, I worked in startups and media, so not super traditional, you know, but, but very much so, like very much sedentary. So I was in the office nine to five nine to much later than five. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, you know, after the first couple of years of, you know, being happy that I was finally settled and actually like in the same country and mm. in the same place, you know, and, you know, having a stable salary and everything. After like a couple of years of that, I said, oh, this is not me. I, I want to, I want to be more mobile. I want to be more free. I want to be more flexible. And, and that's kind of, I would say, where the intentional journey starts, where I um, 
I designed my career path uh, to eventually take me back out to, you know, to work remotely, to be a nomad, to be an expat, to own my time and to live where I want to live while also, you know, obviously, you know, having a career and, you know, in a business. Yeah, awesome. I love hearing other people's stories because I think, I don't know, it's uh, those are the beautiful stories out there. Uh, I'm passionate about talking, you know, talking about the digital nomad lifestyle as well. So I'm also always happy to jump on podcasts because it's just, it's it's fun. It's just, uh, yeah, so nice to recap what, what we've done and and how everything falls into place so like afterwards you can say oh yeah this was so logical but back then when you are before it when you don't know which which step leads to which uh outcome or result it's it's a, a whole different story so let's tap into this a little bit because before we started the interview uh, the the recording um you said you just ended a uh, growth coaching with your coach. And I was like, okay, so this is interesting. And this is something you need to listen, listeners, because yes, we can do so much on our own. And I find the entrepreneurs, we are so multitasking. We are motivated. We have, we are creatives. You know, most of us are, are really good at, 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 in the beginning, most of us start out to do everything on our own. And, um, you know, we watch YouTube videos, we get all the freebies out there and the, the eBooks that help us. But then there comes a point when you have to admit and, and, and make a conscious decision where you say, I'm not an entire company. Yes, you are the CEO. You can also be the creative but you or the art director, but you have to also get help. And uh, getting mental support or uh, you know, motivation but from a mindset coach or in your case, a growth coach, I, uh, that's uh, that's even unique yeah so uh, I think this is a very very uh, smart and strategic decision tell us a little bit more about this how did you come across the coach and why do you think it's good to have a coach in this uh, stage of your business life yeah I know absolutely and yeah exactly to your point you know um, I think we want to do it all we think we can mm -hmm. and at the beginning stage Yes, we can, but then there comes a point where you need to jump to the next level. And I think you can't really do it on your own because, because it's, it's an echo cham chamber inside your head, right? You need someone from the outside and someone with a specific skill set um, to come and actually lead you to that next level of your personal life and professional life. Um, so for me, it was, you know, understanding what my blockages were, you know, where I was blocking my own success and my own understanding of myself. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where kind of that came in. It was, uh, he was recommended by another entrepreneur friend of mine in Lisbon. Um, who really, really loved, he did a set of sessions and he really mm -hmm. loved working with the person. So I said, okay, let me try this. And, uh, within just the first couple of sessions, I felt an immense, relief actually sure. and uh, an immense level of being energized and mm. uh, kind of like a clarity clarity of understanding why I feel certain way about certain things and how that is affecting my actions and my business mm. um, you know and that that's been really really you know helpful for me to 
to see myself kind of from the outside and say, wait, yeah. you're feeling uncomfortable. You're, you know, there's a lot of, you know, kind of somatic things going on. Like, oh, I'm feeling this, you know, in my, in my chest. Like, why is this? Okay. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's this particular, you know, part of me that is uh, jeopardizing uh, growth essentially uh, mm-hmm. and working through that with with the coach has been yeah has been incredibly helpful awesome yeah I love this and uh, that's the, the same feedback that I get from my uh, coaching clients when they come to me and you know it's always uh, it's it's always good to have someone looking from the outside and giving you new input and uh And simply, yeah, I love the comparison with the ecosystem in your head. Um, that's a good comparison. And that's true. I mean, you can only like um, be as creative as your your own head, but then uh, you need to bounce back ideas. You need to also get feedback and, and reassurance. And yeah, it's a, it's a no-brainer, I think. And it's a really necessary step if you want to grow in your uh, entrepreneurial journey, then um, yeah. Thanks for the insight. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your your newest project and uh, what you're currently up to. Yeah, sure. So um, I've embarked on this really incredible journey of creating an experience that allows parents and their kids to stay together, live together, uh, while parents are able to work remotely uh, during summer holidays or for nomadic families, you know, throughout the year. So it's, you know, essentially, um, it's a summer co-working retreat that also includes uh, summer camp and daycare. And it goes something like this. So, you know, I rented this beautiful, beautiful villa in Portugal and, I've, uh, you know, I'm building a co-working space there so parents can come, um, they can stay there, they can get their work done during the day, but in peace and quiet without the kids running around and, you know, yeah. being noisy and being kids, which they are and you can't blame them, you know, mm-hmm. but for that exactly, we have hired two childcare facilitators who will take care of them, you know, at the villa, but also one one or two days a week, they will take them to a summer camp nearby where they mm-hmm. can do everything from canoeing to zip lining to petting zoo to like really have like a real, real summer, mm-hmm. but they're not separated from the parents, you know? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, they come back and they can have dinner with the, with the parents. All parents can get together and actually, you know, meet, get to know each other, make connections and network. Um, and it's, uh, it's basically, like a group co-working experience for families which I think could be a really interesting way to recharge and reconnect after the interesting time we've been having absolutely yes uh Kate and I we talked before obviously and I find this such an amazing project that's why we also partnered up and um yes uh this is a little bit of a surprise that uh but if you're uh for you valued listeners you obviously also get something uh by by being our our audience and if you're interested and in, inclined to do something like this this summer uh, our promo code is jjetter and then you can what is included kate what do they get 
Yeah, so if you go to www.thefamilyworkation.com, and I'm sure you'll have the URL there yeah. in the podcast, uh, you can sign up with the code JJetter. And so for a limited time, we have breakfast and dinners included. Awesome. Uh, and that's approximately like a 750 euro value. We're talking about two weeks, you know, for you and your child or children. And the main thing is you don't have to worry about it. You yeah. don't have to cook. That's you wake so up, you literally come, and you get served. Um, and I think that's amazing. That's already um, plus. And not, could it, could not cooking, then not eating for free. This is awesome. That's amazing. Yes, you don't have to cook, and you don't even pay for it. So, like, it doesn't get better than that. Like, when was the last time you had this? When you were a child? Yes. Really, you know? True. Um, so I really wanted to create an experience that is truly relaxing for parents so they can focus on the work and they can focus on the relationship with their kids. Awesome. And as you know, as I mentioned, there's also a very special offer uh, for your audience. And uh, we're organizing surf trips mm -hmm. uh, for people. So uh, if you sign up, uh, you know, through JJetter, uh, your surf trip is free. And that includes essentially transportation there and back wetsuit rentals and you know surf lessons for you and your child or children perfect yes that's so amazing guys you need to take advantage of this offer it sounds amazing if i wasn't in in asia um and maybe who knows i mean plans plans change all the time so if we are in in europe uh, i definitely have a visit and have a look and come by this sounds so 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 good so um let's talk a little bit about the 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 practical and tactical part of creating such a such a project because uh, it's you and then of course um, you have a team who helps you but how how do you do it I mean uh, first of all what inspired you to do exactly this and then why um, how do you manage to to navigate through through this project yeah so um As with most things that I start or, you know, life-changing experiences, you know, things come up, you know, kind of in a subtle way. And, you know, later on at some point, something clicks and I act on them, you know? So um, I'm from New York and most of my female friends now have children. And uh, what I hear is that, oh my God, you know, summer camp can be thousands of dollars. Really like some people pay like $8,000 for a few weeks. Wow. Uh, and they don't, yeah, I mean, it's exorbitant. It's in completely insane. And you don't even get to spend time with your kids. So wow. you're stuck in the city working. Uh, you're paying, you know, somebody's yearly salary in some countries, you know, yeah. for a few weeks of your kid being, you know, okay, having a nice time, but also you're not together, you know? Yes. Um, and so I've, I thought, okay, there's, there must be a better way for this. You know? And I remember as a child, my parents would essentially ship me off to grandma for the summer, <laughs> you know, which allowed them to work. But again, we, we couldn't connect, you know, we couldn't be together, you know, we couldn't mm. spend that quality time together. And uh, last year, I went on a nomad uh, retreat. It's called the Nomad Escape. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's for much younger people. It's people kind of like in their early 20s, you know, just starting on their nomad journey. But I thought, wait a second. I can create something similar, but for parents, you know, mm -hmm. for families to come together, co-work, network, 
get their businesses, you know, to where they need to be and yeah. while their kids are actually close to them and, you know, having a great time. So that's where the idea came from. Yeah, amazing. I love it. Yes, and it's definitely a need for that because, uh, I mean, maybe not as much for for uh, seasoned digital nomad families because they're all the type together, but still, I mean, uh, they have to create those activities that you are having on offer. So, yeah, actually saying this no it's actually perfect even for digital nomad families and uh, especially for those who are still in the nine to five and want to tap into that uh, remote working experience and maybe even have to now due to COVID and they now can uh, take their work with them and why not do that in Portugal I mean it's a beautiful country and especially the location that you picked uh, I saw the pictures I've never been to the central part of Portugal but I love Portugal like the coastal area the city yes yes it's uh it's such a smart move and um i'm excited uh for anyone who goes and uh i'm excited to see this how it evolves wonderful i uh, are you planning now if this goes well this is the pilot obviously and are you planning now to build up like some sort of um Uh, repetition or reduce like this in portugal or are there going to be other countries for this yeah so um so i've already been approached by um by uh the same people who created the digital nomad village in madeira mm. um they're doing the next digital nomad village uh in cabo verde so i'm um, so they've approached me to kind of to create the family counterpart you know the family part of that right. experience um, I'm talking with people, you know, in Italy, I'm talking with people in Panama who are also super interested. Yeah. Um, you know, the amount of excitement about the project has just been, you know, kind of amazing and overwhelming. And, you know, I'm excited about it because I really believe in it. But yeah. every time I talk about it, people want to join, people want to collaborate, yeah. they, they want to contribute. And so I see this really evolving. And mm -hmm. I see this evolving, you know, as you kind of you know, touched upon, um, there are two kinds of families that that would enjoy this, right? So people who are recently able to work remotely, or people who have, you know, had the opportunity to work remotely, but are, you know, permanently living in a city, for example, or they're, you know, they're, they're not nomadic families, you know, right. but they, uh, they have a home base, and they have their jobs, which they can take on the road, and they would like to have an experience where they're not spending their PTO days, because especially for Americans, that's a big deal, you know, mm -hmm. they can get their work done and have a little adventure and reconnect. And yeah. also for the nomadic families, yes, they're super savvy, but planning takes a lot of time and oh, yeah. a lot of mind space you know so if you're building a business for example which I think a lot of digital nomad families are hmm. building or you know actually managing actively a business hmm. and you're you know you have your family and you're planning you know your next move it can get overwhelming so we can help take care of that logistical challenge where you can hmm. come and you can just focus on your business and you can just focus on your family you know And, you know, it's Portugal, as you said, it's a very popular destination. So this could be kind of like your entry into the country. And yeah. then after that, you can go on the road and, you know, Travel experience anywhere. the coastal areas. Yeah, exactly. Go to Spain. And from there, like once you're there in the area, it's super mm. easy to move around and then find kind of like your your ways, you know, there. Yeah. So it could be a much extended thing, you know, it's, you could start with two weeks at the retreat and then you just continue on, you know. 
Absolutely. And don't forget the free breakfast and dinner. I mean, if, that, if this is not a hook, I mean. <laughs> right? yeah. I would come just for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, amazing. Yeah. Um, as a last question, um, before we wrap up. So this is all the on the front end. And now let's, I want, again, like tap into the back end for someone who who is also thinking about maybe what, what ideas or if they have an idea to run an uh, online business, what, what are your tips now, now that you're going through that um, you're already in launching period, right? So you, you're, you're one step further, but if someone has an idea and um, what is the best advice you can give them um, before starting such a, such a big project and uh, essentially a new business stream? Yeah, so two things I found incredibly, incredibly helpful. The first thing, I actually got incubated by a startup incubator here in Lisbon. And what it did was it kicked my butt. So it helped me to structure and it helped me to just knock things out. Because, yes, you know, you can have amazing ideas, but life is, you know, your day is full with things. So yeah. if you don't have someone, you know, if you don't have deadlines, if If you don't have one, someone who helps you structure, this is what you do as a step one, step two, step three. This is how to think about, you know, building a company. That structure is invaluable. And for me, that was, you know, really, really helpful to understand what I need to do first, second, and third. And then the deadlines, you know, and the coaching from the mentors was incredible. Really, like I was able to, you know, launch half the project by the time, you know, by the time I was done with the incubator. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the second part is uh, thinking very hard about what you're good at and what you have bandwidth to do yeah. and hiring for the other functions. Because you know, I've been in marketing for more than 10 years. And of course, I know a lot. But can I do all of these things in one day? No, you know. No. <laughs> so, um, you know, so, for example, like for the logistical part, you know, I had a partner, I have a partner who, you know, basically you know, found the property, you know, talked to everybody, you know, uh, got, you know, the sum summer care, all the logistics were taken care of by my partner. So um, I essentially just had to review things and, uh, you know, make some, you know, major, you know, ma very, very minor adjustments mm -hmm. and, you know, actually just complete the booking. So that's, you know, that is a huge part that I didn't have to think about. Yeah. Um, and that was immensely helpful. Uh, with, you know, with the other aspects of the project, you know, I'm doing a lot myself, mm -hmm. uh, but I also think that, you know, partnering with like-minded people Yeah. Is it really the way to go? Like it's all about partnerships, you know. Um, like partnering with you because you are doing this. You are, you know, someone prominent in the space. You know, you have uh, the know-how, you have the experience, you have the audience. You know, partnering with some, you know, remote working, you know, conferences and you know, and influencers and you know, and and entities. Uh, you need to you need to come to your audience. Your audience is not going to come to you, mm -hmm. and there are you know, deeper, more engaging ways to do it than just running ads. Uh, oh, yeah. So I think understanding your audience, understanding your niche and going where they are and meeting them where they are is incredibly, incredibly uh, advantageous when you're launching a business. 
Yes, I love it. Hundred uh, percent collaboration is is really a big thing, and and getting help, yeah, and outsourcing. I mean, knowing your strengths, uh, exactly what you said. Uh, I can confirm that and uh, sign that immediately. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Kate, so much. Uh, this was very insightful. I hope you guys um, found value in this conversation. It is an example of. Uh, building an online business from scratch, like following your, your intuition and your passion. If you listen to the last episode, then you already know that finding your ikigai means that you follow your intuition and that this leads essentially to a, a happy life where you, when you work, it doesn't feel like work. Like in Japan, people find their ikigai, meaning that um, they are following their passion and they never retire. That's the reason because it doesn't feel like work. And uh, it's so, uh, it's such a connection there. Um, yeah, we as digital nomads, we step out the system because we follow our intuition. It's, there's more to life. Like you said in the beginning, Kate, uh, you also noticed that you, yeah, you wanted more from life. You weren't happy in the, in the cubicle. So yes, if you have um, the same intuition, the same feeling in you, have uh, be brave enough to follow it because it will open up doors it will lead you to your true happy version of your life and uh, it's amazing isn't it i think you agree to kate <laughs> yes yeah i know absolutely um i think we become so much more motivated to achieve more and to work hard when we live life on our own terms Yes, that's true. And with this, I want to say goodbye. And uh, thanks again, Kate. It was really good chatting with you. I hope you guys had fun. And yeah, see you and listen to, I mean, hear you next time on the Digital Nomad podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank, thank you, so you everyone, much. for listening. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.